Perfect. This is Electric Skatecast. I am your host, Jay Grand GR, otherwise known as Joe. Uh, today, my guest and probably regular co-host is going to be Terminal X. Good evening. Happy to be here. Yeah, excellent. Um, so this is kind of a, a new thing for us. We're, we're going to be hopefully doing these either monthly, uh, weekly. We're not really quite sure yet. Really depends on how well it goes this first go around. Um, quite a busy week, I would say, uh, for things to talk about. So yeah. it's it's really the best week for us to have started. Yeah, it's quite a quite an ideal week to launch a an electric skate related thing Absolutely. podcast. Yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna try and cover all things um, e mobility, uh, last mile vehicles, if you will, mm-hmm. to steal some of Boosted's uh, verbiage, but. Uh, yeah, we're going to cover quite a few different topics um, and hopefully things that people want to know about and things that people probably didn't know about um, and get some more knowledge for those who are new to eSkate. Um, first thing I want to talk about today is people who have muddy and salty boards. Since it is the <laughs> winter months, there has been a trend where I don't know if it's people think it's cool to post all over Reddit. Look at my disgusting boosted board or look at my x-way covered in mud and salt and grime i just saw a post on the boosted reddit i think before we started like legitimately five minutes before this cast started i think i saw it and and thought to myself you must have a lot of money or not know how salt works i well and that's the thing i don't know if it's ignorance or if it's just people trying to be impressive and be like look what i can do i can ride in this junk weather and it's okay because my board is, uh, you know, quote unquote, waterproof. Right. So that's that's one thing that I've noticed is I don't know if it's ignorance or if it's just people trying to uh, show off or what it is. But yeah. So let's assume that you don't know what we're talking about. What we're talking about is when you ride in a city, typically in the Midwest, Northeast, and you have snow, right? To melt the snow and ice, you'll use salt or some kind of some form of. Uh, salt solution to melt the ice naturally that that salt stays on the roads and when you ride the wheels and and general things like that will kick up the salt onto the board just like it would on a car and just like it would on a car salt erodes and and, and creates rust yeah it's corrosive exactly and uh, naturally it's terrible for your skateboard your electric skateboard so uh, the official recommendation is usually a, a good dry cloth right after as soon as you're done riding wipe that sucker down yeah Unless you know you, if you can avoid riding in it naturally, that's the naturally the avoiding it would probably be the optimal uh, way to do it. Right. Yeah. Now, if it's your if it is your only way of commuting, or you've got to use it naturally, you know, use that use that dry washcloth and and just wipe it off as quickly as possible, and you should be reasonably fine. But yeah, I don't I don't know why people are posting it. I don't I don't. I think it's a it's a good excuse for people to say you know look at look at what I can do. When my board gets dirty, now I'm going to show you how I clean it. So I don't know if it's people trying to show, you know, now my board's dirty, but let me let me take it apart. Maybe they want to know how it all works. You know, sometimes there's those guys that like to work with their hands. They like to take things apart, know how everything works piece by piece. Maybe that's what it is. Sure. Um, okay. But personally, I think it's just a an idiotic thing to do. I think it's a troll. I, th- I think the ones that know how damaging salt is, I think they're, for the purpose of the internet, uh, the reasoning for the internet, I think, is is a troll. So you think they're going for karma points? I think they're going they're for going karma. For I karma. think I think they're trying to get a rise out of people. Um, and then I'm sure there's some that you know legitimately don't know. And again, that's why I first started off the bat. You know, if your your board is salty, please wipe it down. Um, and because we want you to ride for a long time and have your board working optimally. And you know, it's it's really important, if, especially if you live in the Midwest, man. It's some salty roads yeah out there. if you're gonna be riding in the in the salt and the wet and the gross make sure you clean your board regularly there's there's tons of resources online to show you how to clean it uh those a dry washcloth yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> just start there no i only use the the meepo board in the in the salt i won't take any of the why would you boards. use just your meepo board um it's the oldest and least valuable that's so fair. that i mean that should, makes sense that should put two and two together that said i i probably ride the meepo uh, the most I've probably ridden the Meepo the most amount of times, just because it it has the most utility. But yeah, not at this point. Yeah, that's if I'm riding in the salt, I'm taking that one because it's, yeah. it's been through so much. 
So yeah, don't don't ride in salt. Don't ride in salt unless you have to. Uh, If you do have to, clean it. Yeah, well, yeah. Same goes for mud. Naturally, Um, mud's not great either. Generally, dirt, salt, and and water aren't great for electronics and and moving parts in a vehicle. Those bearings. I feel bad for those bearings. Yeah, it's it's painful. Like I said, you know, I think some people are just trolling. They're just going for those internet points. Yeah, especially the ones that know been eboarding for a long time or people that have lived in the midwest for a long time yeah yeah absolutely and i think that might kind of tie into our next topic um i want to talk about the x-way flex they have some Ooh. pretty bold claims they um do. with the x-way flex the boosted killer the boosted killer and the x-way flex yep. with many different specs being released leaked if you will mm-hmm. um i don't know if there's ever been anything official announced on it quite yet but they claim that it's completely, I think, IP55 waterproof. Yeah. So I was reading Electric's review um, just before we started recording. And he, he mentions this too. Um, and he doesn't recommend it. He says, you know, the board is IP68, meaning you can ride through puddles or light rain without ruining your board's electronics. Dash, though I still would not recommend it. Right. Um, skating in wet conditions is dangerous. Um, especially with those smooth polyurethane wheels. And then like you've, you've said, you've told our group for years here in Grand Rapids, rain, you know, water and electronics don't generally go well together. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of my mantras. I would say, you know, it don't ride in the rain. Why risk it? Why risk it? These are expensive. They're expensive. Your life is expensive too. Exactly. Yeah. You, you of all people know that. I I do. You've been in an accident. Oh yeah. And you've, it wasn't even wet. Nope. Rainy, nothing like nope. that. You just, yeah, just got unlucky. Fun fact: I have never discussed my accident on my YouTube channel before. Well, there you go. I've, I, you can find it on my Instagram, kind of like a gist of what happened. But the end of every video, I say, you know, just wear a helmet when you ride, and then in parentheses it says, "Trust me on this one." That's that's where that came from, is because I was like, "Yeah, you should take my word for it on take, this one." That take you should, his you word for wear it. A helmet. I, I mean, we've seen the aftermath. I've I've ridden with you a couple times after directly after <laughs> and we would stop for our uh, our little breaks to charge yep and uh, we'd always end up getting food and he couldn't taste any of it nope. for probably a good month or two yep taste and then it started t- everything tasted like grilled cheese grilled cheese and toast so it's my grilled cheese example of uh why it's important to wear a helmet yeah so um, and not to ride in the rain because you still might slip in the rain fall. yeah um, um so i guess what do you know about the x-way flex not to get off too topic or off topic too much but right. uh, as far as the x-way flex what, what kind of uh, stats have you seen on it because i've seen some kind of varying things yeah so that's kind of what it two things caught people's attention a this you know seemingly great board at a great price which is always you know fodder for boosted killer articles and videos whether or not it's a boosted killer that's that's what generates that well, it's belt driven so that's, it does that, it can be belt driven yep for an extra 50 bucks like it's, it's yep. a boosted killer Yep, fifty bucks extra gets you the riot pack for a total of six hundred ninety nine US dollars. So now you're you're in the boosted range of what the board looks like. And what else makes it kind of the boosted killer is the specs that they claim of a top speed of twenty five miles per hour. That's boosted stealth range. Um, and then you've got the look and appearance of it. It looks kind of like a boosted board. Same does, same yeah. form factor. No, yeah, the the pictures I've seen look pretty similar. It's I will say this: it's a well designed board. It looks good. It's it looks attractive. it looks nice. Um, I've watched a few reviews. People say it's well built. Uh, Daniel Kwan kind of went out of his way to, to note all the minor details of the board, and it looks like some some solid design work went into it. Uh, and it, and it uh, I believe it's the a similar carbon fiber bamboo composite uh, deck. So it's it's similar to the uh, Stealth and Plus, um, where it uses kind of that combination of bamboo and carbon. So I don't know if if that helps it any, but I personally haven't ridden one. Yeah, the according to Xway and Electric, it's an ultra flexible bamboo. It's not so they they kind of made a point in both of the reviews I watched that this is not an X1 Pro where it's very stiff deck, high speed, you know, right. more reliable, um, and it's in the name. They want it to feel more like a boosted. Probably, yeah. Not, not saying that boosted is the uh, end all be all for for riding but the, we'll talk about that later the v2 is probably one of the most raved about boards in the industry whether yeah. it's because boosted is the biggest name or mm-hmm. one of the biggest names absolutely but the the bamboo deck the loaded vanguard deck is probably one of the most revered absolutely decks for diy yep boosted etc yep and 
I was debating on bringing this up until our, our topic later, but it, it raises a point now of the influence that Boosted has in the industry, such as on the X-Way Flex. When I was at NYEF, there were a lot of boards being demoed. A lot of them. Evolved GTR, the Brand new Evolved new Stoke. Yep. Uh, Baja boards. Um, people were borrowing uh, LaCroix to, to, to test. You know, Cali NYCs were everywhere being tested, even X-Way. But you know what board wasn't getting test ridden? Boosted. And you know why? Because everybody already bought one because it's that good. One, yeah. Exactly. They yeah. already know. Nobody was curious about how a boost it is. They, they've cemented themselves as kind of this iconic image in this industry. And, you know, for better or for worse, a lot of companies look up to them and maybe controversially say this, maybe profit off of the ways Boosted's gone, which is going to happen in almost indus- any industry. I will say that. You know, the boards I've ridden were based off of a Boosted style setup. Right. You know, so I have boosted to thank, and now I own a stealth, so I really have them to thank. Well, and it's a it's an attractive price too. I mean, six hundred forty nine USD. I mean, that's that's on par with the uh, Mini S. Yeah, it's the yeah. same price for for twice as much board. Yeah, and again, it X Way has an exclusive, to the best of my knowledge, um, from sources I've discussed with X Way has an exclusive contract with Hobby Wing. That's why they're remote is generally a step above everybody else's. That's why their ESC seems to have all these unique customization abilities in the Hobbywing app, or excuse me, the X-Way app. Um, you'll notice other Hobbywing ESC boards don't get those features. Well, and the, it also, um, one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting, and I don't know too much about it personally, but they talk about this smart battery um, mm-hmm. that has built-in sensors in the ESC for redundant safety and all these other things that help with automatic low power mode when it's in storage. So yeah. you don't have to worry about, I know with like boosted, you have to make sure your battery's at like 65, 75% when you store it for the winter or for long periods of time. Yeah. Maybe that's something that is unique to them. And I don't know if that has anything to do with the ESC itself, but that alone, I mean, for a Midwestern rider or someone maybe in Europe who gets long-term storage times, that's mm-hmm. something that's, you know, attractive. Yeah, I agree. I think that as a new rider, somebody who's looking for an electric skateboard to see all these um, tech features and, you know, safety features kind of to uh, reduce the possibility of, of error and, and faulty boards, I think X-Way has made the right move. I think moderate and heavy usage riders would kind of, maybe glance over that stuff because they can commute just fine without it and that they can ride or even build boards without that stuff. I mean, you know, look what people are coming up with now. But I think for beginner riders, it's going to tap into that that market that Boosted did back in, you know, whatever, 2013, 2014, of, hey, like, this thing just, you whip it out of the box and it's as smart as you when it comes to riding. Um, Yeah. That said, there is the main controversy of this board or else we wouldn't even have so much of a reason to talk about it. Was their uh, <laughs> their range claim has changed? Has changed times. a couple times and hasn't. Yeah, the range has been initially claimed as twenty miles, and then I think it was claimed to like nineteen. And then all the reviewers said neither of those are true. Yeah, no way possible. Which you know, speaks to a larger point of, of range estimates. And I, it's tricky in my opinion, you know, when a, when a a company does their estimates, you know, somewhere like a little asterisk somewhere, Hey, here's how we got these numbers. Yeah. This is the rider we used. This is the weight we used. And these factories, they have, um, essentially e-board treadmills and, uh, they, they get the e-board going. They usually, put it in a certain speed mode in right. X-Ways Kiss. They, they put in. it in like the eco mode. Yeah. Mode one or whatever. Yeah. I think it was 20 kilometers per hour, which is about 12 miles per hour. Right. Not very fast. Yeah. Sidewalk. Beginner. Yep. And then they, they full throttle it and they kind of tape the remote. So it's, it's constantly going. Right. And then uh, the, they have a, a weight that they can put down in a certain amount of pressure and weight on the, on the deck to uh, simulate rider e- weight. Exactly. Yep. Right. And then they can actually change the slope too. Uh, if it's flat right, or yeah. slightly so uphill, this is this is how much range you get riding flat land. This is how much range you get with uh, occasional hills, yep. etc. So naturally, when Daniel Kwan did his review, he instantly noted that the twenty miles thing was not at all realistic uh, for the typical rider. So he reached out to Xway, and Xway said that they achieved the twenty mile mark with, uh, I believe it was a hundred and fifty pound rider, 
which is pretty light for a Western rider. It's, you might, I, I would I would say our average uh, average rider is probably you know in their mid twenties, maybe maybe even high schoolers up to mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the range varies, but yep. Typically, that weight in the in the United what, States is probably like yeah. 175, 180. Yeah, 175, I mean, 180 be, is pretty, especially with a lot of um, buyers uh, beginning to be like in their 30s and stuff. I would I would say that's accurate. Um, I think 70 kilograms is a good is a good uh, weight to use. I feel like that's it's realistic, but optimistic. Yeah, you're gonna have varying numbers when you do it this way. Anyways, yeah, exactly. Anyways, they they did it at 20 kilometers per hour, stopping and going every kilometer to simulate braking in a harsh acceleration like you would at a stoplight. But then they just did 20 kilometers right. per hour for the whole time, um, and that's how they squeaked out 20 miles. Daniel Kwan uh, got between, I think, somewhere between 12 and 14 miles of... of and that's like real city riding. Exactly. And I, so I had, I had ta- been discussing with another company about another board that was going to be coming out, and they mentioned that they were using a a 256 259 uh, watt hour battery and they mentioned 14 miles so when i saw that and then i went and looked at x-way specs of 20 miles i knew something was amiss and this was a few days before the review for the right. x-way flex came out um, and then lo and behold just like everybody predicted the range was way overestimated for the, a, a, an, a realistic riding expectation right and that like i said earlier that leads to a, a, a different qu- question of you know, other companies have been doing this for a long time. People have often, you know, raved against Boosted for doing it. You know, yeah, I'm oh, only absolutely. getting four or five miles on this board that rates, you know, me at oh, 12 absolutely. to 14. I mean, yeah, if you ride your Boosted in uh, whatever the top mode is, mode five or mode four, mm-hmm. that thing gets what, three and a half, four, five miles maybe? We'll find out. If, I haven't, if I haven't tested weight. it yet, but I'm sure I, I would love to see what I can max it out at, especially with those big wheels. Well, yeah, and then, and even with the Boosted 105s, I mean, that that also is going to change your torque ratio, mm-hmm. things like that. So there's, there's definitely a lot of factors and I don't think that every board company is as honest as they could be with, mm-hmm. uh, with weights or, or maybe we just need to have a standardized system that all the companies use and say, yeah, you can all use your specs, but we'd like you to use a standardized weight, standardized right. range speed kind of thing. Yeah, and it's tricky, man. Like I even think about watching, you know, the iPhone announcements when they do those, and they say you'll get to up to a day of use out of this phone, or up to a day and a half. They don't put any asterisks on the PowerPoint. They're a trillion dollar company, so it yeah. it's tricky, man. I would love to see a a a, a high speed uh, range estimate and a and a I'm taking it casual. And I just got to get to work. Yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. Because if I saw 12 to 20, that's still promising. Absolutely. I mean, there's a difference between shredding and there's a difference between uh, commuting. Absolutely. I'm going for range or I'm going to have a good time. And, and you see it all the time online. Hey, I just bought this board and they advertise 19 miles. Why am I only getting 12? Well, okay. Well, yeah. you know, hills, uh, weight, uh, weight after you put on all your gear. Absolutely. How hard are you stopping and accelerating? Are you kick pushing off uh, with the green light? Are you, um, what temperature is it out? Is, is it oh, colder? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's that, a lot of thing. A lot of things that people don't think about. I mean, mm-hmm. temperature is a huge factor. Yeah. Batteries are only as good as uh, the temperature that you're riding them in. If we were to go riding right now, I mean, it's Ooh. probably 20 degrees outside. It, yeah. would, it would not be great. Our range would be significantly yep. less. Uh, mildly abysmal. So, yeah, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about the X-Way Flex as a whole. Um, I think it's going to be a solid board. I think expectations need to be more realistic, both from the company that's selling them and the people buying them. But I think the price is good. And X-Way, like I said, has that exclusive hobby wing tech. Um I think there are companies that make budget boards out there that will come up with a bigger battery. There are boards out there um, that are considered budget boards that will be faster, but just like boosted, it's not right. the fastest. It's not that doesn't have the biggest battery, but it's right. that overall experience. Yeah. Uh, now X-Way has the price on their side, not just the experience. Yeah, they absolutely do. And like you said, it's an attractive board. If the range is what they say it is, it's got good range. Yep. Attractive board, good price. And it has exclusivity uh, with Hobbywing. So that's that's definitely huge. I think, yeah, that wireless on and off with the remote can't be understated. To be able to turn on your board with just the remote, not a lot of companies do that. And no other Hobbywing companies do that except for X-Way. Yeah, I mean, just with, even example. with Boosted, you can only turn your board off. You can't turn it on with the remote. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you uh, if you hold the trigger, or sorry, not don't hold the trigger. If you hold the trigger, <laughs> your board's going to fly away. <laughs> Uh, you you press the power button on the remote and pull back, and it will power down the board and the remote at the same time. Good to know. Um, but don't hold the trigger. If you hold the tr- 
If you hold your trigger, your board is going to go flying away. Yep, launch mode. Okay, final thought on the X-Way. When X-Way USA announced that they were shutting down, all the sales went back to xwayboard.com, which is based in China. So that is one thing to keep in mind if, if X-Way is going to be the true boosted killer. They have to accomplish wonders when it comes to customer service. Um, and they're facing an uphill battle with a 12-hour time difference, a potential language barrier, um, and massive shipping costs. Shipping from China to America, is a, it's ridiculous. There's some issues with tariffs right now. Yeah, there's also Thank issues. Thank you, uh, U.S. Yeah. government. Yeah, and at the time of this recording, there's some issues with uh, people getting a little sick um, and having to stay home. Uh, as yeah, of right now, the factories haven't returned to work. I think they're returning to work on the 10th or the 11th. So there's going to be, yeah, there's definitely going to be some delays mm-hmm. at the time of this recording. It's it's a pretty serious uh, issue, yeah, especially with with labor. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's it's to be seen yeah. uh, what's going to happen with the X-ray flex. But when it, when it comes to the American e-skate uh, market, boosted has home team advantage. Absolutely. And uh, there's one more thing I want to touch on that will kind of tie into our other topic. Uh, there's rumor that the X-Way Flex will be, uh, it'll have its own upgrades, uh, accessories, lights, things <laughs> like that, similar to the new boosted beams. So Ooh, interesting. I'm, okay. I'm curious to see when those will come out, if they come out. I know when boosted initially announced that they were going to be doing uh, some compatibility with their USB ports, that they would be out sooner but they just came out with uh, the, the 105s. So we'll see, but uh, that's going to tie into our next topic. Hmm. All right. Why are e-skate lights so overpriced? Shred lights are, <laughs> what, 60, 60 some odd bucks. They're bucks a lot. A piece. They're a uh, lot. You can use are almost yeah. $200, I think. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, and there really isn't many other options. There's people that make custom light bricks. There's people that strap LEDs onto their boards. Some people wear headlamps. There isn't like a, a a solid response to shred lights that's at a, a price that most people can afford. Shred yeah. lights are a little expensive, in my opinion. I, I agree. The combo pack is $100 for two, for two red ones lights. and two, and two white ones. Yep. So there's an obvious answer here, and I'll and I'll save that one for the end. Um, I think. When it comes to uh, small companies that have a lot of R and D, and they're the first and they're the f- considered to be the first of the the best, right? There yeah, might absolutely. be alternatives, but they're not swell. The R and D that goes bu- goes into it costs a lot of money, and all that all those labor hours and time, and you know, telling a factory for the first time ever, hey, this is what we need to make. There's nothing to copy off of. This is it, absolutely, right? Yeah. So I think that costs money. That's the short version. It's the R and D. Yep, yep, yeah. You're you're paying for the years of staring at a blank screen when you buy shred lights. That's my initial impression. So you think price will go down over time? I think competitors will drive price down just like they have with eboards. Okay. Not necessarily with other companies lowering their price, but I think other companies will come out with similar products. Um, hopefully someday. There is one other thing to note. Uh, shred lights have a pretty niche market you know and i i think they make they make backpack lights but they don't make like bicycle lights or anything like that yeah they're only for e-skate yeah i would i would argue only for e-skate or maybe one wheel i know they just came out with a one wheel attachment yeah they they make them for skateboards too not an electric naturally but now that you can definitely tell they're marketing for electric skateboards like they've found they found this new niche of people that need lights because we're going a lot faster yeah um it's tricky because here's the thing when the sl was it the sl 200s the sl 2000s is that the name of them yeah when those came out they solved a lot of problems that i had with the original shred lights yeah a lot of people were losing them they just pop right off i disappear yeah (laughs) there goes 60 bucks i got a free pair of shred lights with my very first electric skateboard and own an x2 knockoff and those suckers were hard to put on man those those things were almost as frustrating as the actual board itself yeah they're not very easy um, the new ones, at least the uh, the originals were. Yeah, the new ones are much better. Uh, I I hear here and there of people still losing them when they're riding. I, it's not as frequent as it used to be. And that could just be uh, user error, True. or or abuse of of electronics on their boards. But yeah, exactly. And so you have these people with this unique hobby or or way of commuting, and naturally there's dare I say it's it's natural for if there's no other option the option tends to get a little bit more expensive um, you know and 
like you said earlier, there's people coming up with more creative solutions with bike lights or headlamps and stuff like that. And I've seen some pretty cool ones um, in, in group rides. But shred lights, man, for the price you get a well-researched product, a well-acclimated product, this product clips literally clips right on your board. Yep. And no muss, no fuss. I'm not reading reviews all night hoping this thing won't fly off my board at 30 miles an hour. Now I'm flying in the dark. There's a... You're, you're paying for some convenience and assurance that this thing was researched and developed for your product and you're paying for that you're paying extra for that that's my yeah, opinion absolutely. um and it you know hey it you know in a, in a free market if you find an alternative man that you know let the games begin um when it comes to competition but as of right now i can't think of uh too many other brand names that are that are rocking the the e-board light game. I guess that's yeah, a pretty and, niche product. And with the, uh, so just to kind of compare the two. So shred lights, uh, their max brightness is 200 lumens. Um, and that's, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not great. It's reasonable. I would, I would throw this out here too, just in case there's anybody new listening and they're shopping for lights. Um, I would argue that shred lights are more about your visibility than you being able to, to see, clearly in the night um, you're not going to see the road the greatest with shred lights but people on the road are hopefully going to see you much better um so that's what shred lights in my opinion should be more geared towards is you're not getting run over yeah they're they're a safety feature they're not necessarily for uh visuals uh being able to see right ahead of you yeah if, if you're looking 10 feet in front of you it's too late like that video you sent me earlier that boosted guy oh yeah the fly yeah the boosted he, rider he, uh, he he was definitely not paying attention <laughs> Uh, it was recently posted on Reddit, uh, but basically this boosted rider was not paying attention. Uh, there was like a water line or something. Like a big hose, like a fat hose. And uh, he just flew. Yep. Marty, Marty McFly that I mean, just yeah. hoverboarded right away. He defied gravity for several seconds. Yeah. And his feet didn't even change position. It looked no. like he was flying on air. It was, yeah. it was both a beautiful and a painful thing to watch. But yeah, these shred lights, they don't. Like you said, they're 200 lumens. They're, they're 200 lumens, yeah. They're meant for you to be seen, not for you to see. So grab a, a high-powered flashlight, man. Something something that you can have in your hand so you can you can point it in different directions if you need to inspect different areas of the road as you're riding because, you know, you're going to end up riding faster and faster as you get more experienced, and you need to be able to see way ahead of you. You need to look for potholes before you're a few feet in front of them. So that's why I don't think shred lights are um, what some riders think they're for. Okay, that's fair. And... Uh, they have to be recharged sure they're per per battery so it's not the whole the whole stack doesn't get charged at once you have to charge them each right i don't i don't think they're yeah my old my old um my old tread lights i just recharged them with a micro usb micro yeah so USB one micro usb per light yep it's not multiple um so that's i mean that's something it's going to take up four usb slots yeah. So you need to almost have a little uh, little rack of USB ports available for you to be able to charge all four lights at once. Not that you would ever have to do that, but in the case that you burn them all out at once. Yeah, they come with 150 hours of battery life. So hopefully you're not having to charge these suckers every night or, or you're riding a lot. But yeah, if you're getting into this hobby for uh, either just for fun or to, to commute, expect your electric bill to go up a little bit. Side note. Yes, slightly. Slightly, slightly will increase. It's not too bad though. No, it's it's manageable. Now on the uh, boosted side, the boosted beams, those are six hundred lumens. Okay. So that's optimistic. Much more visual uh, for your safety, if you will. And I I've seen a side by side comparison, and the the boosted beams are definitely a little bit brighter. Right. They have a little bit wider range, I would say. Um, and the other thing that I think is kind of nice about the beams. Um, is that they're powered by your board. So when you charge your board, your lights get charged because your lights are part of your battery. Now, I haven't heard anything about them really draining your battery any faster. It doesn't seem like that's been a huge issue. They're pretty... Uh, that was my first question. Yeah, they seem like they're pretty pretty low intensive as far as it comes to power consumption. Obviously, it's going to drain your battery a little bit, but it hasn't been anything that's too excessive. And with that, the um, the brake light is a smart brake light. So when you brake, the brake light turns on. So it's not a constantly running brake light. Man, that's almost worth the extra hundred dollars. But yeah, it's two hundred bucks for the boosted beams. Wow, that's two two zero zero. Well, I, I don't that's know. A, that's a third of a mini S. Oh, 
man, you're paying for so much R&D with that smart light. Although I have seen other companies do that. I've seen DIY guys do it, and I've there was a, a Chinese company. I'm, I'm not 100% sure which brand it was, so I'm not going to name it. But this individual that owned the company posted. Well, there's even, uh, I've seen people use uh, bicycle brake lights that have like a built-in accelerometer. Ooh. So that when you slow down, the brake light turns on. Are those $200? No, they're like 50 bucks on Amazon. Oh, man. Oh, add so, the cart. Also, boosted beams are temporarily out of stock, which. Well, right now, I don't know if this is true. It says right now I can buy them. Really? I'm looking at it. Okay, well, I scrolled down and it said out of stock. Let's let's let's. Uh, I clicked it and it said out of stock. Yeah, that's very possibility. Within that matter of uh, five seconds of refreshing the page, they probably did go out of stock. <laughs> that seems to be an ongoing issue with some boosted products right now. Talk about that later. Um. So yeah. Overall, are the boosted beams worth two hundred dollars? I think that's kind of up to you. Whether you think the uh, the difference in visibility is worth an extra hundred bucks, I don't know. Also, get a, get, a good, get a good flashlight, honestly. Get a good flashlight. Get a good flashlight. I, I, that's what I use. I have two pretty high, uh, I think they're like 300 lumen flashlights mm-hmm. yeah, that I strap onto my backpack yeah. and I hold one if I need to. I see you pretty easily when we're riding at night. And we ride just fine. So, How much were those, by the way? Stay for those were $10 on Amazon. Wow. Just breaking And the they're rechargeable, or... micro USB rechargeable. Wow. And you okay. can handheld or I could probably strap it onto my board if I really wanted to. Yeah, there's tons of options. So there's definitely some options out there. I don't know if the $200 is worth it for everybody, but if you have the money to spend and you want it to be integrated into your board, maybe the beams are the right option for you. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you've got boosted board money, some would argue that you've got boosted beam money, but that's neither here nor there. I'm not a financial advisor. I just ride the thing. I just ride the thing. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, that's lights. They're expensive. They're expensive, absolutely. Unless you think outside the box a little bit. You do have to think outside the box, and that's kind of the fun of e-skating. When you get a part, be a part of a group, mm-hmm. everybody kind of has their own style. Mm-hmm. Some people ride with their TSGs. Some people yeah. ride with the Ruarks. Some people are open face. It really just depends on your style. So yeah. don't feel like you have to conform. You can ride the way that you want to ride, but always ride with a helmet. That's definitely yeah. key. Some kind of helmet, some kind of light, you're off to a great start. Um you know, and then adjust from there. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, So since we were talking about stock with boosted beams, this has been kind of the topic of uh, the week. Here we go. I would say, Uh, lay it out. Is everything going downhill with boosted? Ooh, just saying that makes me nervous, man. The, the, the verge, uh, I'm sure everyone on Reddit has read the article. Uh, The verge posted an article recently um, about, Boosted having some issues, uh, struggling to move beyond electric skateboards, not paying some of their vendors, um, the delay with the boosted rev. Um, one quote that really stood out to me, um, Boosted lost other high-ranking employees between September and November 2019. Specifically, and I think this is the biggest issue, uh, Carolyn Ann Toilan, I think that's her name. I could be pronouncing her last name wrong. But she managed Boosted's customer experience team for four years, and she left in November. And you can definitely see a trend on the Boosted Reddit of people coming across more issues with their boards, getting delayed responses in customer service. Um, And it all kind of started right before the holidays. It was definitely a a large dip. Oh, yeah. So, oh, man, this this makes me nervous. This, This has a lot of implications for both boosted and the electric skateboard industry as a whole with boosted having been, you know, the, the poster child for this hobby. Well, slash they're, wave they're still considered a startup. They're, they're right. still, they're still raising capital. They're not even, they're not even a, a profitable company yet. Technically they they have value. Don't get me wrong. Right. They, otherwise they wouldn't be continuously getting funding, but they are still having to raise money to stay on top of everything. Yeah, and I think there's there's multiple things. Like the article mentions, there's multiple things going on with Boosted right now, and I'm sure some of these things are affecting other companies too, but it's just more public with Boosted. Absolutely. I, it's a mix of um, taking risks with new products, for better or for worse. You're growing with both new products and more customers, so that's going to put a, a lean, a, a, some pressure on your customer service. Well, and they're in over 30 countries. 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, they're worldwide. Anyway. Yeah, they are. They truly are. And they're based in the United States. There's more. There, as a company based in the United States, there are expenses and and prices of doing business in the United States that other companies in other countries, such as China, don't necessarily face. Not to say that they don't have their own challenges, but I would argue that boosted being a you know born and made in the USA, quote unquote. Um, generally, their cost of of doing business is probably a little bit higher. Um, is it? tens of millions of dollars higher because uh, in late 2018 they raised tens of millions of dollars and the quote is that the company may be in danger of running out of money despite that who quote where's the quote from is that anonymous that's 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 from the verge um, I can uh, I can pull up the uh, the article itself but basically they go into uh, how this is partially thanks to President Trump's trade war um, you know not to get too political but um, it's also because there's been delays in Boosted's first electric scooter, um, and some of the company's vendors have gone unpaid um, with bills as high as $100,000. Yeah, I, I, that jumped out to me. Owing a hundred grand from almost a year ago, uh, that's, that's disturbing to me. Um, so here's what typically happens with a new startup company like Boosted, and I've seen this, and the, reason, the only reason I can speak to this is because I've seen it with other companies like Raw Day or... Uh, Miles or, or Cali uh, NYC is for every uh, what's it called where you have like a sort of like every gen not every generation of boards but almost every batch mm. you need funding prior and you know the hope is that the first batch pays for the second pays for the third yeah, so on absolutely. and so forth but with something when when you have a company as large as Boosted and a, and a brand and a reputation as large as Boosted going into a brand new market with electric scooters kind of going in a in an un you know unmarked territory here there's a lot of risks and i think that first batch proved to be way more expensive and way more troublesome than originally Absolutely. anticipated i mean it got delayed two two odd months i believe yeah which isn't honestly bad for eastgate sometimes i mean that's pretty cough, good cough jed boards cough cough for a company for a company that large that's <laughs> That's uh, that's a pretty big delay, especially when you have customers um, who are used to that great customer experience, and they're expecting you to release this product on time. And now, oh, too bad, your sixteen hundred dollars scooter, you have to wait two more months for it. Yeah, you've already paid your money, but you have to wait. Oh man, yeah. So that's that. I'm sure that's frustrating for a lot of riders. Yeah, and I'd like to make a, a ten second comment. A sixteen hundred dollars scooter is going to be a tough sell. Absolutely. It's going to be a tough sell. When your when your customers are um, skateboarders, they're gonna maybe even look down on a scooter a little bit. However, if there's hope, you know, if I ride electric skateboards and my better half, right, my spouse isn't into the 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 pavement surfing, yeah, absolutely, that's too extreme for them. Then yeah, cool. A scooter would seem uh, optimistic for an option. However, for sixteen hundred dollars, she'll take a, she'll take a car. Yeah. Um, she'll take the car that, you know, and yeah. not much. She'll meet you there. Dollars. Yeah. And, uh, she doesn't have to waste her time getting on the scooter. Yeah. I mean, we have a local rider. I, he, he, him and his wife ride, mm -hmm. but they bought like a $300 scooter. Right. And it does the same thing that the rev does. Maybe not as fast, maybe not as fast and maybe not as, you know, high quality, but it, it's still an electric exactly. scooter. She's still able to ride and have a good time. Exactly. And get from point A to point B. Yeah, man. I think, I think the, they, they shot for the stars with this scooter, but then realized too late that they were shooting to the stars with a scooter. Nothing, I don't know, man. I feel like five to $750 is, is, a, is a premium price for a, a really good electric scooter. If somebody's in the market for a scooter, they're not trying to be wowed. They're just trying to get from point A to point B yeah. safely and somewhat efficiently. I mean, you could just slap a, a broom handle on the uh, boosted uh, mini S and <laughs> tape the remote to it. And just look go. at that. You got a, you got a scooter. Yeah. And four wheels at that. Yeah. I, and then I, I just saved you millions of dollars on uh, R and D boosted. So there you go. Yep. Uh, we take checks. Terminal yeah. X. You just can make, make them out. Yeah. Just to, make it up to Terminal uh, X. Oliver. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I, the, they, they flew too close to the sun with this scooter and, then when you're opening up a whole new product line, there's a million different things that have to go into it, right? Not just the R&D and not just the production, but now you've got after-sales support. You've got to educate your whole, not just your customer base, but now your employees about how this thing works and, and how to fix it. Um, 
and often with new products, when customers are first discovering problems with the product, I'm, I'm going to spoil something for you. The company's usually figuring it out about two minutes before you shoot an email. It's, it's pretty neck and neck. When, when customers are blowing up a company's phone with, hey, my board's having problems, here's what goes on. There's an internal chat group and the pictures are going in there and usually the customer experience guy's going, what is happening? I don't, yeah. what is this? And then yeah, the engineers are trying to recreate Slack, it. Yeah. Like minutes. Yeah. yeah. And then the, yeah, they're trying to recreate it. They're like, we need more pictures and videos. So yeah. And then the, um, then the mess begins and hopefully some kind of solution. So yeah, now you have that with a $1,600 electric scooter. I think, I think boosted should have, you know, less is more, gone with the less is more, especially when they're dealing with other people's money. Now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for a company that's a startup, you know, quote unquote, yep. They probably should have waited. Um, and that's something that even their, their co-founder, uh, Sanjay, mm-hmm. talked about uh, when he was part of Boosted. Obviously, he's no longer with them. He's the former CEO. Right. Um, but he talked about wanting to grow Boosted beyond skateboards and into a company that makes last-mile vehicles and other form factors. So it's something that's inevitable with Boosted. They're inevitably going to come out with some other last-mile vehicles. But, but they, they should have stuck with their bread and butter just a little bit longer, mm-hmm. especially with such a competitive market. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. And here's the thing. We can sit here at this table and point fingers and be like, shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, we don't have a time machine. Neither does Boosted. And be like, oh, well, you messed up. Here's the article proving it. And, you know, here's what you should have done from my expertise. I'm not the CEO of Boosted. I would, I would fail a lot faster than, than the current team. They have an amazing team. Um, they make amazing products. And my advice to them is circle the wagons, you know, hunker down, minimize expenses, maximize what you're amazing at. You, like I said, uh, double down on boards. Exactly. Like I said, at NYEF, there were boosted boards everywhere and nobody had to demo them because it was a proven product. Nobody has, it's just like, um, with, with iPhone, nobody has to prove to anybody anymore about how, you know, popular and practical an iPhone is people, people are just lining up for them. And I think boosted has that advantage. They need to keep it up. Um, so yeah, they, they definitely circle the wagons, cut some costs, get caught up on things and double down on, um, in, incremental updates on boards. And they've already got a killer customer base, man. They've got amazing ambassador programs. They go to universities. I don't know of another brand that goes to universities like boosted does. Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, the ambassador program is one of my favorite things about boosted. Yep. You, you have local reps yep. in every major city. Absolutely. That know the products in and out. They have demo boards. If yep. your board dies and you say, Hey, can I borrow a demo board? They'll let you use a demo board awesome. for a day. And you know what I'm thinking when I'm riding that demo board? I should really buy. I should really buy a boost. I should. Yeah. I'm already and riding. And then they hook you up with the discounts. Exactly. Too. Yeah. They get you those those exclusive ambassador discounts that you can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much have them anytime. Yep. And now you're a customer for life because you know. And again, this isn't to say that there aren't better boards than boosted, quote unquote, or you know more uh, better value boards. You know that's that's going to be a, a debate on Reddit forms until the, the, cows the end come of home. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think boosted has a winning formula and I think this is, I wouldn't say a minor hiccup, but I wouldn't say absolutely devastating kind of like the verge kind of hints at, I think, I think it's correctable. And I think that in the long term, I don't think boosted's going anywhere. Um, just quite yet. Yeah. I don't think they're going to go under anytime soon, but if they do, I'm sure we will figure out, some Chinese manufacturer <laughs> that's going to make us all of our motors, all of our trucks, everything that we need. Yep. The moment Boosted goes under, all of a sudden, there's going to be a new manufacturer that pops up on on the Reddit saying, "Hey, we're Loosted, and we have this new we're, electric we're skateboard." X-Way, and we we just bought Boosted now, <laughs> right? And now we make Boosted parts, X-Way Boosted parts. Oh, man, that American customer support, that English-based customer support for Europe too, is is so. In- important to the boosted brand and, and other brands too but especially to boosted that uh i think other companies will will take much longer to catch up on and again that's my encouragement to boosted is hey you've already got a head start a hiccup like this isn't fa- fatal fail fast circle the wagons focus on what you're good at it's clear to me that people aren't buying the scooters like you thought i'm guessing they had to do some kind of like pre amount when they did the funding right to the factory for the factory to build them right. the factory had to say okay well we're not going to touch these things unless you you give us you know three thousand of them to build or, or whatever and so now yeah i'm sure there's some magic number up there yeah uh, well there is a, there is a magic number I, just, I don't know what it is but i'm sure there was one right. and 
now now that i think they might just be sitting on a few extra scooters and like i said time to circle the wagons come back home to what you were what you were good at and uh i think there's improvements that can be made on boosted boards i think there's things that could be done to make them more feasible to the next generation of riders i think there's still room for growth and room for more customers more importantly i personally think that they should get rid of the composite carbon fiber deck <laughs> you're not just a fan. use that just use the plus the plus deck the bamboo it's tried and true bamboo works it's strong I think they were going for a more give us mode four. Weren't they going for a more stable ride by having a bit of a stiffer deck with the stealth? Correct me if I'm wrong. That's that's the intention, okay. yeah. I because I'll be honest, when I first stood on it and I heard all that cracking, I was a little nervous. It's a little crinkly sounding. It, it does. It, it's plasticky feeling. Yeah, it does feel like something's about to snap. Now, in practice in the real world, I haven't ridden my board yet because it's salty out. You know, circling back, but um, I'm hoping that in real life that doesn't impact because i see a lot of people with a boosted stealth and i've never heard anybody complain about the fiberglass yet so i'm no nope. cautious than it being creaky i'm cautiously optimistic yeah it is creaky yeah. there's no question about it um and man that loaded vanguard deck is nice so in summation what is your opinion on uh on boosted as a whole do you think they're they're going to have any issues going forward do you think that they're going to double down what's your prediction on them are you asking me what I think they should do or what they're going to do? I'm asking what you think they are actually going to do. Because uh, now I'm going to be called out if they do the opposite. Well, all right. So I'll put myself in Boosted's shoes. They're pretty smart people. They're in a little over their head with the scooter. Here's what, here's what I think they're going to do. I think they're going to trim expenses in other areas that we can't see. Like the Verge article already hinted at, they're not doing this eat club thing that provided lunches for employees. I think they're going to um, minimize a few programs, limit the bonuses for people like ambassadors. I don't think they're going to fire all the ambassadors. I think that would be excessive. And that would show a true sign of things going downhill, which would prevent ambassadors, or excuse me, investors. It's going to prevent investors from, from throwing money at Boosted if, if there's outward signs of, of the ship sinking. So I think they're going to plug those holes inwardly maybe certain kind of a circle the wagons type of deal and they've already cut out a couple boards on their website they're you know those other boards that were out of stock for a really long time yeah, yeah. that's they've my been out of stock for a long time that's my theory that they're going to go for doubling down on certain boards that have been proven to, to sell more like the mini x and the boosted stealth and i think they're going to you know cut down costs by not having to put money into other products and just kind of wait for them to slowly come back to the surface, right? So right. they were sinking, quote unquote, supposedly, allegedly. I think they're going to slowly raise back to the top to where they're breathing again. And then they're going to skim the good stuff off the top. Exactly. Take that, take the boosted stealth, the mini X, keep the beams because people are buying them. They're all over Reddit. Are, people are buying Do you think people things. are buying the 105s? I have seen a lot of people buy the 105s. I don't know if they're actually buying them or if it's like, oh, hey, here's some 105s. <laughs> Act like you bought them. Because I don't hear about them anywhere else other than on Reddit right. or an ambassador. That's I personally don't know anybody that has purchased 105s. Not in our community. Not in our community. Which is surprising because so, I know some pretty boosted, obsessive people. So it's possible that that they are out there in the wild, but they've been out of stock for a long time. Can I admit something on this podcast? I really, I really yeah, want some please. 105s. <laughs> Our streets are so bad, and I want to just go faster. These DIY guys, man, they, they tempt me beyond that, which I can bear. They got their ABEC 11, 100, oh, and they just, 110, whatever they are. You Those know, things and are I already monsters. know I'm going to be going 24 miles an hour, burning through my battery, and they're going to go by me my, like I'm standing still. And all the DIY guys I know are going to be going nuts at this comment right now. But I just want slightly bigger wheels just for an edge. You know, if we're leading a group ride, i got to be able to keep up, you know? Yeah, you just want to be able to pull ahead. Right, exactly. And I don't. You know, the first off the line things, whatever, with better torque with smaller wheels or whatever. You know, I, yeah, I go back and forth on that. There's perks to it, I'm sure, but I want to go fast and within reason. So I'm actually interested in alternatives to 105s because I think they're sold out right now, right? They are. So boosted if you're listening. Send your boy Terminal yep. X some 105s. If you could, if you could write the words "gang gang" on the if wheels, you can, yeah. If you can put great. "gang gang" right on the sides, <laughs> you will have a customer for life. Yep, I will. I will rock those wheels on my brand new boosted Stealth with .01 miles on the uh, day one. The 105 rider. Yep, exactly. I'm a day Send one. Send them out, boosted. Yeah, I, uh, I will. I will be. I would be happy to be sponsored by Boosted. Um, 
no, but in all seriousness, I, uh, I'll take any big wheels. I'm, I, I've seen cloud wheel videos. I'm, you know, I feel like a 106 is fine. What are the, uh, the cushy ones? What are those called? Cloud wheels? No, they're the, the ones with like uh, air pockets in them. Oh, I haven't seen those on a boosted. I know what you're talking about. The airless ones. Yeah. They're like airless wheels with little pockets of air. Yeah. I, uh, within reason, you know, I don't want to turn like that guy who made his boosted stealth into like an evolved cyborg truck. Yeah. That th- as cool as that was, I don't, truck. I don't need, I don't need that. I feel like the board's too flexy. I'll bounce right off the, off the thing. Um, I think look like a moon rover. Uh, but no, I feel like just having slightly bigger wheels will make me more confident as a rider too, with, with the way our roads are Michigan. If you're listening, fix our roads, okay, fix thanks. the roads, fix the roads. Um, but yeah, I, I hope the one Oh fives come back in stock. Cause I would consider, consider buying them. Well, I think they're what? 175. They're not too bad. Repair wheels that are supposed to last you a long time. Yeah. Some riders, even with their, uh, OG Kegels, mm-hmm. the orangutan Kegels, they've gotten thousands of miles out of them. So yeah. I think it's worth it. I, they're cheaper than the lights. They're cheaper than the lights. And I use them every time I ride the board. And you do. You would yeah. use them every time, I, I, unlike the lights, which you would you only use at night. Yeah. At night. Yeah, I think I might have just sold myself on a pair of boosted 105s. Boosted 105s. We're coming to you. Yep. All right. Well, that's all I have today. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll be back soon with some more topics. I'm sure there's some buzz Oh yeah. about, uh, I know... For example, uh, Inertion has had some uh, negative stuff recently going downhill. Um, is it that recent? I mean, stay tuned I mean, for next. Not necessarily. Stay tuned recent, for the next but, episode. But Inertion's basically out of here. Yeah, we'll um, we'll tell that story. We also have some new boards yeah. coming on the market almost every week. It seems like. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm I'm excited to, to keep this going, but hopefully uh, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Please let me know. Slide into my DMs and tell me if there's something that we can do to improve it or something that you're like, that was awesome. Please don't stop doing that. Please reach out to either one of us and, and let us know, you know, this is our first time doing it. And, and hopefully we'll get some, uh, some guest speakers. On yeah. Here. Yeah. Let me know who you want to hear from. If, yeah. Let us know who you want to talk to, who you want to hear from. Give us some questions mm-hmm. to ask. People. Yeah. Give us some topics. And we, we read Reddit and, you know, electric skateboard forums and Facebook groups day and night. Um, and we're constantly sending them to each other. But if, if we're kind of making ourselves into a little bubble, you know break that bubble and give us some give us some content we're we're more than happy to read and listen what you guys send us all right and last question before we uh take off here we go if you could have any board any board in the whole world what would be your dream board okay this is a little bit like 20 questions because there are i'm sure there's some like i need the definitive answer does it is it a board that exists it doesn't have to be. Well, come on. It's your dream board. That's my dream. Okay. Well, it has to be based in reality for this scenario. I'm making it based, based in reality. Based in reality, but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to exist yet. All right. So I am not paid to say this, so it might sound like a shameless plug, but BioBoards has been coming up with some crazy updates on their newest uh, Thorium lineup for this year. They've been posting pieces of equipment and new parts and quoting some pretty ridiculous specs. They already have a, a version of their board called the Ferrari that has insane speed. Yeah, the prototype. Yep, and it's not even for sale. And there's a part of me that wants to use my tax return and just be like, like, any, give me a number, bioboards, and I will, I will take that little Ferrari off your hands, and ride that thing forever. Because I'll, you know, that I'll grow into that board for years. It's an investment. Yeah, I mean, I could put a seat on that sucker, and it would legit. I'd probably have to get a license plate for it to go so fast. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I would lean towards something in the bioboards lineup. Hopefully, something this year. Um, Bioboards, if you're out there, I'm keeping a very close eyeball on what you guys have to offer. And I think you guys are going to be the next uh, Callie and LaCroix uh, just out of Europe. Perfect. All right. This is Jay Grand GR and Official Terminal X signing off the Electric Skate Cast. Have a good night.